Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Makers and Mystics podcast. I'm Stephen Roach, and in today's bonus episode, I'm going to give you a brief overview of the Breath in the Clay's Creative Arts Virtual Gathering coming up March 17th through 21st, 2021. If you're new to the podcast and aren't familiar with the Breath in the Clay, allow me to give you a short introduction. The Breath in the Clay is a community of artists showcasing beauty, mystery, and wonder through works of art, conversation, and faith. Our annual gatherings consist of live performances in music, dance, film, and spoken poetry. We curate a gallery of visual art as well as host local craftsmen and culinary artists. The Breath in the Clay offers a series of workshops, keynote talks, panel discussions, and perspective short talks on various aspects of the creative process as it relates to the life of faith. This year's virtual event is offered at a pay-what-you-can amount. Whether you are able to give $10 or $10,000, you can access the whole event live or archived for later viewing. The ticket link, as well as a link to see our full roster of presenters, will be listed in the show notes of this episode. The Breath in the Clay values cultivating the art of listening and is intentionally designed, much like the podcast, to showcase different perspectives on our chosen themes. The Breath in the Clay is rooted in the Christian faith, although not all of our artists or invited guests would identify by this labeling. And this diversity is by design. No one grows by stalemating amidst an insulated echo chamber, suspicious of new ideas and fearful of contrary points of view. This is anti-creative and, in my opinion, anti-Christ. Giving voice to other lines of thought, if nothing else, can serve to deepen our own convictions, grow us in the art of peacemaking, or in some cases, show us the limits of and expand our own understanding. We enjoy hearing from a wide variety of speakers and presenters and trust the interior witness of our participants to determine what resonates with your journey and what does not. I've described the breath in the clay this way before, but I like to think of our community as a fellowship of seekers, sojourners, lovers, doubters, worshipers, artists, mothers and fathers, craftsmen and creatives, movers and shakers, tongue talkers and Quakers, business owners and bakers, all who share a similar conviction that art and faith are intrinsically interwoven and essential to our human experience. The Breath in the Clay is committed to positing creativity in the arts as conduits of spiritual encounter as well as social change. This year at the Breath in the Clay, we are anchoring our presentations around the theme of re-enchantment. The writer Thomas More wrote that, Enchantment is a state of rapture and ecstasy in which the soul comes to the foreground and the literal concerns of survival at least momentarily fade into the background. The soul has an absolute, unforgiving need for regular excursions into enchantment. We live in a world fatigued with concerns of survival, disruptions of normal life, and for many, a loss of deeper spiritual meaning. The notion of re-enchantment then becomes all the more important. Humanity shares a collective need for reverence, for wonder, for experiences of the sacred and the holy. 
The artist feels a particular role in rebuilding these bridges between the power of imagination, dreams, vision, the spiritual life, and our everyday world. The word enchantment may evoke references to fairy tales, Beauty and the Beast, or perhaps some other fantastical children's story full of magic, talking animals, and inanimate objects coming to life. But even as the idea of enchantment comes to us through fairy tales, this does not divorce the word's application from our everyday lives. Anyone who says life is not a fairy tale has obviously never read fairy tales. Fairy tales offer much more than an idyllic happily ever after. The bizarre antics of most fairy tales tell us there is more to our everyday lives than material perception. And if there is not, we might consider that we are living beneath the fullest expression of our design. Or perhaps we aren't living with our eyes polished to perceive the wonder in the midst of the mundane. In a world inundated with material perception, it is the artist who may lead us back to the numinous, the spiritual, the enchantment of the world around us. My initial interest in re-enchantment as our theme for this year comes from the writings of German sociologist Max Weber. Around the turn of the century, Weber coined the word disenchantment, signifying that society had shifted from a religious, mythic, or superstitious understanding of the world to a rationalistic, intellectual, and scientific view of the world. But after a hundred years since this shift in society's view, the human heart continues to yearn for transcendence. The human heart continues to yearn for meaning beyond the material world and continues to ache with an ache that only a deep, abiding spiritual connection can satisfy. And it is the artist, more than most, whose work bridges the realm of the everyday life with the realm of the beautiful, the spiritual, and the true. The work of the artist by nature is a spiritual contribution, whether or not the artist intended it to be such. Over the course of our weekend together, we're going to explore the relationships between art, faith, and culture through the lens of re-enchanting the world. We're going to hear from a wide variety of presenters, most of whom work in fields of art, theology, or creativity. Our keynote presenters include Professor Jeremy Begbie, Christine Walters-Paintner, Padre Gotuma, and myself. Our musical performances include Nashville singer-songwriter Hannah Miller, John Mark McMillan, Rivers and Robots, Josh Baldwin, Joy Ike, and electronic artist Glass C. We're hosting a variety of workshops on practical disciplines for choreographers and writers, for visual artists, as well as songwriters. And we're also going to have several panel discussions where we tackle themes of art and justice, parenting and the creative life. You can see our full schedule at thebreathintheclay.com and follow our community page at The Breath in the Clay on Instagram for regular updates and additions. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can join John Mark McMillan and myself Thursday afternoons at 3 p.m. for the next two weeks as we discuss this theme of re-enchantment. Okay, friends. I hope you'll take advantage of this opportunity to join us online March 17th through the 21st. 
And as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it's on a pay-what-you-want basis. So if you're able to support the podcast and you're able to support the Breath in the Clay movement with a larger contribution, we will be eternally grateful for that. And if you're only able to give one, five, ten, twenty dollars, whatever it is, we're happy to open the door and to be able to offer this to you at that price point as well. As always, thank you so much to our patrons. Your generosity enables us to continue to be an advocate for art and faith. So keep creating, my friends. This world desperately needs your art.